Phil Bailey here with another episode of the London, Ontario Real Estate Podcast. Just coming to you from December 2020 as we head into 2021. I know for a lot of people, 2020 was a very interesting year with COVID-19 rearing its head in around March in Canada and in the area. It looks like we're going into another lockdown Ontario-wide, including London, starting uh, on Boxing Day, which will shut down a lot of local businesses. I, I know it's important now, probably more than ever, to support local, and I've certainly been trying to do that over the last little while. Uh, so let's review the stats and what we're seeing right now and what I'm seeing with real estate in, in London. If we look at the most recent stats, which will be really from, from no, November numbers, the December numbers will come out in early January, it looks like about 75% of listings in London are selling at or above asking price. Average over asking right now is about $45,000, believe it or not. And I think that what I'm seeing when I'm working with buyers in London is that we're really seeing a, a lot of multiple offer situations. So there's a few tips that I've been trying to emphasize with my buyer clients, especially those that are under that maybe $500,000 mark, maybe even $550,000, $600,000 mark in many ways. If you're under a $400,000 mark, you definitely want to take a take a look at these tips. So firstly, you, you want to look at how many conditions you would like to put in a normal offer if we were just in a normal place where we could negotiate with a seller, which is, as you can see, not happening very often. And I try to deal with those conditions before we make an offer. Meaning, if you are looking at doing a home inspection, for example, you'd actually want to do that home inspection before you're making an offer. Typically, listings right now and, and listing agents like myself will give you about five, maybe six days to go see a home on the market. Um, and in this period of time, it's really important that you get that home inspection done in that period if you would like to, to do one. I will almost always recommend a home inspection because even if you don't find an issue, uh, it will act as a bit of an owner's manual for your house which I think is something that's really important, especially for first-time home buyers. Secondly, if you look at other conditions that you'd want to include, things like a finance condition, an insurance condition, um, and those are also really important to deal with in advance. What I recommend doing is making sure that you have a mortgage broker you know and trust. I am not a mortgage broker, so I will I'll let those financing questions uh, go to those folks that I recommend. Um, and also on the insurance side, if you do think there'll be an issue with insurance. Uh, one way or the other, I would recommend just talking with uh, an insurance agent or insurance broker and making sure that the home will insure. The issue with including conditions and offers right now, and as much as I'd love to include those conditions and just deal with it the way we were de dealing with this maybe a few years ago, uh, is that if you come in with an offer that is even well above asking price and very competitive on price, but you have conditions, the, the issue you're going to run into is that a lot of times sellers will take what I like to call bird in hand. So they'll take the offer that looks like everything's fine in terms of conditions. There's no conditions at all. They've done their homework in advance. I'll be very honest with you all though, there's definitely a time when I see a offer that does not have any conditions involved and the 
the buyer's agent hasn't actually done their homework with their clients or the client has decided to proceed without doing their homework. And that can cause a, a lot of grief for both the both agents on both sides, the seller and, and the buyer, of course, because then you're in a situation where you actually could potentially be in breach of contract. Again, I'm not a lawyer, but I do like to uh, make sure that we're prepared for those, those situations. So as we head into 2021, I, I'm not exactly sure what's going to be happening with, with the market. If you, if you look at the, the big brands and what they're saying it looks like the market's still trending upward. Uh, in London, I, I'm seeing specifically buyers still coming from the GTA, uh, I, especially on the investor front. I'm noticing I'm getting a lot more calls uh, from, from the GTA. I think it's just because it is only a couple hours away from, from the London area. And it's also allowing people to buy a home for a price that's maybe in many cases one third of what they're paying for in, in Toronto and actually getting more for, for their money. Uh, the other thing that I'm seeing is that actually a lot of the little towns around uh, London are getting uh, more traction from buyers from London. So even a place like St. Thomas, which is a small city, uh, about I think 35, 40,000 people, is seeing a lot of buyers now from, from London. And what I've been noticing is in St. Thomas in particular, those prices have been going up significantly, especially if you get by the, the old courthouse in St. Thomas, beautiful area. Uh, that area has seen a, a lot of demand for buyers, and, uh, and then it's really driving, uh, driving those prices up in that area. Uh, the other things that I'm looking out for in, in 2021 is just what's going to happen with the overall economy. I, I know we're going into another lockdown on Boxing Day, and I'm not an economist, but I'm very curious to see how things like job shutdowns and potential uh government support or even maybe eventually a lack of government support in certain areas will impact housing prices. Um, it's something that I'm, I've definitely been thinking about and, and I have a lot of clients who are, are certainly concerned about how that's going to be moving forward. And I'm just, I guess I'm just really curious to see how that all works. Um, in terms of the, you know, the holidays this year, um, I'm definitely uh, trying to support local businesses in, in London as much as I possibly can. It's uh, something that I think is really important to do, especially this year. Uh, there's always the, the, the large businesses that are around, which obviously employ, employ Londoners, and they're important as well. But I think there's those small restaurants and things that I've been really trying to support. And if we can't go in, okay, great. We'll, we'll, try, to, we'll try to support by uh, doing takeout or, or getting out there. From my perspective, it, it really allows me to say, uh, you know, that I am supporting local by, by still being able to get out there and, uh, and maybe not eat as well as I can at this time year and uh, I'm certainly happy to uh, to raise my hand and support that. Um, if you have any questions about real estate in London, please just send me a, uh, a message at any time. I'd love to hear from others and what you're dealing with right now in the area, whether you're a home buyer or someone involved in, in the real estate transaction. I'm always really interested to hear from, from other experts as well and, and what they're seeing in, in, in the local area. So again, it's uh, Phil Billy from Royal LePage Triland in London, Ontario. Uh, this is a very exciting time for me because I'm getting to, uh, to launch this podcast podcast and I'll definitely be back for uh, for more episodes in the coming weeks. I hope you're having a, a lovely day and I'll talk with you soon. Take care.